This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. And we're just, you know, laughing about the end of the world. Yeah. So. Look, <laughs> fun times. I feel like we have to at this point. It's <laughs> no. just like, man, just. what are we supposed to do? Like, gas is $7. I know. Yep. Nobody can find tampons anywhere. Yep. Like, it's just, we. I mean, <laughs> there's no, no, oh my gosh. It's, yeah, it's, it's epic. We all, so the reason it started is because we all got water coolers we have literally signed on to yeah. be those people who have like are getting delivered water oh i have been a sparklets girl for the last like six you are years OG. like yes. i yes. i have been committed to the sparklets game and yeah. you know i feel like there's something deep inside of me like i was telling you both that like even those Brita filters, I have just a weird mental hang up about tap water, even if it goes through one of those mm-hmm. Brita filters and I can trace it. There is a direct line to why I feel this way. And it's because when I was growing up in Vegas, mm-hmm. there was a news story that now I'm like, oh. was that an urban legend <laughs> that said that they had found three eyed fish in the Hoover Dam because it was so or in like the whatever the water supply <laughs> Because God. it was so polluted. And, yeah. and after that, my parents got sparklets delivered to the house Hilarious. and we never drank tap water again. Like in, in, yeah. in Vegas, we just never drank tap water. My parents got Culligan. They had like a Culligan guy come I think it out was to actually our fracking house and yeah. like set up a whole system oh, for wow. our like tap water. So our tap water was like pristine. It was, and they like came and tested it on like a regular basis yeah, and well, yeah. and here's the thing. Meanwhile, so growing I'm up like in Ohio, sucking water out, out of the, the hose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I used to do that. Yes. The thing is, what's so weird about it is, like in elementary school, yeah, I was like sucking water out of the hose. <laughs> yeah. I was always getting water from the water fountain at my elementary school, oh, totally. which you know that there was always that one weird gross Ooh, kid who put gum. their whole mouth over the top <laughs> of it. <laughs> Everyone had one of those, right? Like, there's always yes. one I resident weirdo. I don't know what you're talking about, but what? I do remember gum. Like, somebody would always put, like, gum. Oh, oh yeah. Ugh. No, there was, there was, it was always so gross because it had that, like, sediment on the outside. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, from that buildup like, of calcium or oh, whatever. Oh, my God. Totally. And there was always one kid in school oh. who put their whole, like, mouth, lips, and teeth no. over, over, over the spigot. The spigot. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, I've never. <laughs> yeah, how did any of yeah. us from like the eighties and nineties make it out okay? Honestly. Like, how are we all yeah. right? Like, to be fair, like my, t- I was like a teenager when my parents went for the collagen, oh. collagen, collagen thing. Yeah, but I will tell you that, like, growing up in Ohio, I remember like when I was a kid, remembering kind of, I barely remember the story of like the 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 lake being on fire in oh yeah in mm-hmm. Cleveland, right? Yeah. Or like the Cuyahoga yeah. River or something get yeah. catching fire. Lake Erie and or then something. Like, and then like an inordinate number of like breast cancer and cancer like. Yeah. And so much so that there's like a Cleveland clinic and, you know, Ohio State has an entire cancer. Like it just 
it definitely drilled uh, into you listen. a fear of natural water. Yes. Yeah, same. I'm yes. like, no, I want that shit processed as much as possible <laughs> and put into a container and delivered to my home. Also, to be fair, my dad did work for the water treatment plant in Columbus. So the fact that he was like, you know what, guys, let's go ahead and. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, I just been on on two. I think my own TikTok has become like my for you page. I've I'm a little too in conspiracy talk uh, now. Oh no. So you're about to flip over to the wrong side oh, of TikTok. Yeah. Oh. Just like the, like everybody is saying like the world is ending oh, no. this year as we know it. So I'm just like, oh. well, right. I got water. Yeah, yeah. So you can keep, <laughs> got, keep that got, five gallon got, in the closet. I got water and uh stocked up on tampons and rice and beans. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> I'm, man. Ready. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready. Wow. Well, on that note, I know some dating news. I actually found a fun article uh, in Glamour. And and to be fair, I just came across my radar, but it is from like January of this year. So it's a I'm maybe a little late, late on the the pickup on this one. But had you guys heard of oystering? No, I I feel like there are too many (laughs) phrases at this point where I'm like, I no. What is it? <laughs> so oystering basically, uh, according to this article, refers to the idea that people are finding themselves back in the single seat and getting back into the dating world post breakup are seeing the world as their oyster. Right. So it's kind oh, of like okay. I like it. I'm like, I I can see that. And I actually feel that energy. I think that maybe it's just the, you know, we're, we came into 2022. And even though everybody and their brother is is getting COVID right now, it seems to be like people are not concerned because we everybody is just out there yeah living their mask free lives and i think that i think people have like an energy of like we've been cooped up so they're ready to get out and they're just feeling like oh i'm single i can do whatever the fuck i want i can see who i want and the world is my oyster and i, I feel am- like that possibly goes beyond just dating i mean if you look yeah. at the great resignation oh, yeah, and the way that people feel about their work lives yeah, yeah. along with their dating lives i mean i know uh, for my age, I'm like, I don't want to play this way anymore. Me I'm going to play this game by my rules, rules I set. Yeah. And that's for dating. That's for work. That's for a lot of things. So yeah. I kind of love this term if that's, yeah, that's what it means. I kind of like it too. And I will tell you, I've noticed kind of along this oystering lines and I guess also end of the world lines <laughs> is that a, I think people are much more open to the idea of just being pansexual or bi- bisexual, like identity wise. Like I don't think that people are, and, and maybe it's just what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. but I really feel like there's a lot of women who are like, you know what? I'm just not interested in dating a man right now. So I'm going to see what's out there. And, and I well, think that I that's happening like, on all sides. I feel like the more we as a society move away from the concept of gender, gender yes. um, that's mm-hmm. just what's mm-hmm. going to happen because it's just like as soon as you stop seeing people along a very strict gender binary, yes. you just start seeing people as people, people. Yes. right? And then you have things that you find very attractive about other human beings. I think we're going to yes. see more and more and more of that. I, I like think that. it's amazing. I like that. Yeah. And I think that the other side of that coin is speaking to like, you know, jokingly into the world. But I think there's a lot of people who just don't or choosing not to have children regardless of oh, yeah. dating same sex or opposite sex or gender neutral or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of people who are making the decision to not want to become parents. There are so many articles about people being yeah. child free by choice right now. I and I'm living for it, you know, because I'm just like, 
I remove the stigma of feeling like yeah. you have to live your life right. any any kind of way, like you know, any order of way, and or any, that you're going to yeah. be dissatisfied because I feel like that that's the line that's been given a lot is that if you don't have kids, like, oh, well, someday it won't be an option, and you're going to be dissatisfied, and your life will just be meaningless, and it's right. just like, well, that's. That's not that's not true. Yeah. true. Like well, I just think that too, like there's been so many things that we've adjusted our lives for in the past, what, <laughs> t- 15, 20 years, truly. I truly believe this. I feel like we've, <laughs> we, you know, we gave up hair color, right? We're like, oh, I'm going to let my hair grow out further, mm-hmm. longer. I'm going to be okay with having roots down to past my ears and just During blonde the pandemic, on the ends, you mean, right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying even before that, right? Because oh. we called them recession highlights. Let's be honest. Ombre was recession highlights. We were like, let's give it a little longer. So we were, okay, we gave up on freshy, freshy hairs. We gave up on the idea of owning a home. We're like, you know what? A tiny house doesn't seem that bad. Dude, they have we a fucking with shed at Home Depot right now that I'm like, I could do I it. I could fuck with that. I could Honestly, do it. it's like, what is it? It's like $400 a month. I'm like, do you know what I would do if that's how much I was paying for my fucking living situation to only Jesus. have to pay $400 a month? I would be rolling down the street just like raining money on yeah. people. <laughs> Honestly. I, I don't I know. I need TikTok. space. I, I I really looked into that tiny house thing for a minute because I was like, some of this shit is yeah. incredible. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I've lived in teeny, teeny, tiny apartments before. It's tough. And I get, just for me personally, it's not tough for everybody, but like for me personally, like I get so like, because <sighs> I like being in my space, mm-hmm. you know, that like I get really claustrophobic. You really, it would have to be in a place a like of here. land. Yeah, it would have to be a place like Los Angeles where the weather is conducive for oh. like you going outside, having a patio area or maybe even having just like a little private space. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have to have an outdoor space. That's yeah. always what I think when I see people who have like those little bitty teeny tiny apartments in mm. New York City where they're yeah. like inches away they sleep on like a loft inches away from the ceiling and i'm like in the city (laughs) couldn't where like you don't have a yard no it feels dystopian to me actually (laughs) so one of our listeners funny enough posted on her uh in facebook the other day and it was like the future of air travel could look like this and it was like stacked and i was like (laughs) honey i had an anxiety attack looking Looking at it i don't like traveling as I, look, being on a plane that close to other humans who I'm not related to and or like is already a no. Girl, they're sitting on my lap. This now. is me. Not not even. I can't even fly Spirit anymore. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like stepped I'm, up your game to I'm business so, class. So bougie. Yeah. I'm like I did. I was like, oh, it's another like 140 total to fly business class. So yeah. Yes, it's worth it. I yeah. can't. Looking at that picture, I literally, I was like, started just oh, itching. itching. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awful. Why are we doing this? You know what's so funny, though? I was literally a hair's, a hair's breadth away from applying to a position that I'm completely qualified for and would be a step up for me. But it's in, it was in New York. And I was like, just, I don't know that I could live I mean, I already feel like the cost of living here is, is high. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cost girl. of living there is high Higher. too, but it's also the, the, the like you said, the tight space, mm-hmm. the the <laughs> having to live literally kind of like back I to back. I just don't have it anymore. New I York. love New York. I love New York as a city, it. but I'm like, 
there are too many people in too small an area. Like there just are. Like I think that there are too many people here and they're LA is huge. My yeah. favorite is following um, on TikTok the the real estate. There's one called yes. the Cocta Apartment. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Like, You're welcome. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I love her TikTok. Me And I'm just too. like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, okay, LA is not, not too, too not bad. Not too bad. <laughs> right. It's just the, the idea. Not, like, see, like when I was younger, I was like, fuck New York's where I was meant to be. It's my speed. I like, I, I feel love it. hotter I love- in New York. I will say that like certain, yeah. certain cities have like a vibration and an energy. Yeah. And like, I feel hotter in New York than I do in LA. Cause I'm weirder. <laughs> so I definitely feel you on that because I agree. Like in New York, I have that, I have that, I might be your school teacher, art school teacher <laughs> vibe. And, and that works so hard. Your art teacher that you had a crush on. Yeah. yeah. It works really hard for me in New York In LA. It's kind of like, it, it, it's not, it doesn't hit as, as well here. <laughs> I, yeah, that's I, fine. Think I, I think I'm Midwest hot. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not coastal hot. Hey, we're, we're I'm all, rocking, we're all Midwest. Honey, hot. you're an, like an eight. You're nine. an Idaho <laughs> thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the title of this episode. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I mean, we're, uh, and be, I love to Idaho. Be honest, to be fair. All of us yeah. are, are Midwest hot. Yes. Don't think I ever get hit on more than when I'm in Missouri. Like oh, I get honey. hit on every day I when I'm there. Sent you guys that TikTok where it was like people from LA when they go anywhere else, and it's like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, you guys like have a Whole Foods, Whole Foods, Whole Foods. <laughs> They're probably looking foods? at me because they think I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that energy is so fucking real. I know. I. <laughs> Cannot wait actually to go back to Ohio next month because it's like it's it is kind of good for my self esteem. I love it. I love it. They're so nice there, and it's just like I get like talked to and hit on, and I'm like, thanks, Ohio. Like, (laughs) just make it make a girl feel real nice. So (laughs) Idaho thirst trap. That's hilarious. Well, you know, we did say a couple weeks ago when we did our OG round of. TikTok thirst traps that yes. we were going to do a round two. Oh, and I <laughs> cannot believe that we slept on my boy Kyle Prue. We talked about him. We did. We did, we did we bring did. him up because his voice yeah, first. Oh well, first of all, physically good looking guy. Hot. He is. Yeah, hot. he's hot. He is so hot. Um, he's got great eyes. Yeah. And then his voice, like there are some people whose like voices mm-hmm. you're attracted to. And yeah. like his voice, amazing. And then we did also talk about, um, because I did do a TikTok, though, saying that everybody, when I was in Missouri, had the Hank Hill mustache. <laughs> and, Listen, and somebody don't hate it. Somebody tagged Andrewski in it. And they were like, because he's from Missouri. And oh. they were like, oh, you were spotted like out in the wild. And what? I was like, I wish. Yes! Oh, my God. He has one of those mustaches, he does. but he's he so wears it well. Yeah. Yes. Look, yeah. there is that thing going around because the Maverick movie, right? Because, right. And, and, uh, Duke oh, Faith. Miles Teller has a mustache, but he looks so good. Yeah. But he looks like, nice with it. Let's yeah. not fucking, let's not sleep on Goose, the original mustache. Oh, yes. From, from Top the Gun. Original mustache. From Top Gun. <laughs> because, I mean, hi. But it is true that now all these guys are going to be out here trying to put a mustache on. And I saw that meme where it was like, you're actually going to look like a dude from Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Get another large mustache. It actually just occurred to me that Hank Helm didn't have a mustache. I don't know why in my head I was just like, 
Yeah. They all look, but that's the energy. Yes. Okay? Like that is yes. the oh, right. energy that a lot of these like mustachioed people are, are bringing with them to the table. You know, what is the, um, there is the, and the girl that does this dance. What is that? Um, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Oh, that's the guy that I think of oh, with yes. the mustache. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I'm, I gotta go with, if we're going to, fmk yes. tiktok yes men i'm gonna go with uh andrewski he's a home state boy represent yeah and he's so funny he had his rock story his rock saga with his neighbor was a a, a gem and you know what he has a midwest accent but mm-hmm. i like his voice too yeah, like, yeah. i do actually it's too. charming yeah. i don't know i like it um i'm gonna go because i think we all know that my thirst trap is Cassie likes a traditional classic I do. I, I do. thirst trap. I'm sorry, there's nothing wrong with the classics. I no I didn't say there was. Yeah, no. no. But <laughs> what we mean by classic is that his muscles have muscles and his tattoos have tattoos. Yeah, there's Great. probably a transition involved where he is clothed oh. and then unclothed, generally. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. I know you love it. I'm gonna go with this guy that um has been living in my brain rent free. Mm. And I'm praying to not butcher his name because I think that it's Turkish. Um, mm. His name is Furkan Yusinmey. Yusinmey? Oh. How do you spell Furkan? it so that so F- the listeners can find it? Oh, him. yeah. You'll want to find this guy. F-U-R-K-A-N. And then it's Yusinmey. So U-S-E-N-M-E-Z. Okay. Yeah. Hot. Uh, yes, I have I'll, seen. I'll I, I have seen some. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll pass him around. He is hot. He's got tattoos up to like his ears, basically. Oh, I mean, and actually, he's got a quality of because we were discussing um, before we were recording because we were talking about somebody else about how sometimes these like very buff, oily, muscular men are not hot to me because they seem so like yeah, like arrogant and douchebaggy and bleh, like, yeah. But yeah. this guy gives me a little bit more quality like I, I there's like something about him that's not just pure yeah 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 no I, i'm trying buff bro yeah yeah it's it's sort of almost like the thor bradley effect is, kind yeah. of thing where it's like thor bradley does very thirst trappy kind of videos but he doesn't yeah. come off as a douche or anything like that. Yeah. He seems like a nice, nice person. A nice young man. Nice, yeah. A nice young yeah. gentleman. Yeah. Um, Excuse me while I just think about wood. For a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, this one's wet. I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have three very different very yeah. different. Very different. Like Kyle Prue does all of his TikToks like laying in bed talking about things yeah. you can say to piss off men, which is amazing. I mm. uh, uh, love that energy. Andrewski is the um, car confession TikToker. Who's funny like, as hell. Talks fast. So funny. So funny. And then we have the traditional thirst trap mm. over here. Okay. All right. FMK. Wait, how do you pronounce his first name again? For, uh, what did I say? For Furkin? For Furkin. For Furkin. Okay. Oh, okay. I know what I know what I'm going <laughs> to okay. do. Actually, I do know what I'm going to do. I am going to marry Andrewski. I just feel yeah. like he that's going to be a that's real fun life. Um, I saw some <laughs> I saw some videos of him dancing at a wedding that he posted on TikTok. Hilarious. He's adorable. Not a great dancer. Very funny. He Very does remind funny. me the most of Tony, to be He's fair. He's silly. And I like I like it a lot. Um, I am going to actually fuck kyle prue okay i'm gonna fuck kyle prue 
there is an energy. I, I don't even know if he is tall, but he's giving he's, me tall, he's guy, giving me tall energy. guy energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like which is a confidence thing. It doesn't even have anything to do with his actual height. It's just like I am getting a good, confident, but not arrogant energy mm-hmm, from Kyle mm-hmm. Prue. His voice, stop it right now. Yeah, I hope um, he's a dirty talker because that's oh, going to take shit. me over the edge. And oh my God. Shit. That voice? Yeah. Shit. Yes. And I love <laughs> that. Christina he, just died, you guys. R.A.P. <laughs> he's a feminist and not yes, like male it. feminist TM. Like, mm, no. Actually feels very like you know he likes dragging men on this app which i appreciate yeah i'm um, dra- dragging shitty men obviously yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. and um for cans for can for can um yeah that just guy a single one of them yeah the other <laughs> one um he's really hot and mm. he actually does seem pretty funny and stuff like that but just for me i I get very intimidated mm-hmm. by those traditional thirst traps. Okay. Like I'm like intimidated by yeah. them. I don't know why. Not even like I'm intimidated like dating that person. Like I'm intimidated watching the content. Like I'm like, oh, oh. that's so funny. <laughs> I get like nervous about it. Um, I so- have no business thinking <laughs> that I could ever, ever, ever oh. get anything like that. However, do you want it? The audacity yeah. is here. It's no, built oh, inside yeah. of me and I like, cannot help no, it. No, go for it. <laughs> Shoot your shot. Yeah, I, you know, exactly. I, <laughs> also, while you're at it, I'm going to need you to write down what his gym routine is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Christina's strength training yeah, right could, now. Could, and you give I can, me, yeah. could you give me his um, diet plan? Yeah, yeah. That man doesn't, it, that's clean eating that gives your body a, yeah, yeah. Get your body to look like that. Wow. For sure. And his tattoos. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, hi. All right. So what are you going to do, Cass? Oh, I am. I think that I'm going to marry Kyle Prue. Mm-hmm. And I think it is the feminist energy. Yeah. I think that it is the, it reminds me the most of Chris. Chris loves nothing more than to uh, talk about how shitty certain men Tear are. down a shitty man. Yeah. Yeah. Loves it. Um, it's kind of our favorite pastime. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that we would get along really well. And I think that's what it is. I'm looking for a long term. Right. Yeah. Right. Because body, that's going to change. Yep. I mean, Andrewski could shave his mustache. He'll still always yeah. be funny. But would I have to compete with that funny all the time? I'm the yeah, funny one. True, obviously. True. I can't. I just can't. So <laughs> we could be friends for sure. But I don't think I could marry somebody who tried who we would all honestly always be competing with each other. So yeah. Andrewski, I'm going to have to pass on, but I am going to fuck for Kent. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take that ride. I think that I am going to, I think I'm going to marry Andrewski as well. I thought about marrying Kyle Prue because I feel like we have very similar senses of humor. And so for the same reason that you're not exactly. hanging up with Andrewski, mm-hmm. I agree. I just think it's too like, like I, I think you're going to you have the compliment going, right? I think you gotta- you're going to have an amazing date. You and you and Kyle Prue. Oh, we'd have like to. it is a is a meeting of the minds. I think yeah. it's going to be awesome. But I do think long term you're going to start getting snippy over coffee in the morning <gasps> with each right. other just because yeah. you're just like you're both you're too alike. It's too much. But yeah. am I going to fuck Kyle Prue? Absolutely. Got it. Absolutely. Like his his energy and just like that wryness is very sexy to me. Yeah. The dry, the dry, dry delivery. Yes. And so funny. And to be honest, that is like the perfect, that's why I'm saying like complimentary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like whereas you need somebody who's like the, 
the the injury someone that a little bit lighter yeah yeah and sillier i mean because eric is like that too yeah he's exactly. definitely like um a brighter more optimistic yeah totally <laughs> um, too. lighter kind yeah. of person and is a good balance uh to that and yeah. so i think i think andrewski that would be also good. i feel like andrewski gets into like hijinks mm. yeah. you know which i'm like i do not like that hijinks. is so funny to me i don't like pranks but i do like just wacky shit yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I feel like he gets into some wacky shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, yeah. I, I like it. And there's there's also something um, something really like kind of flirty, sexy about Andrew yeah. Ski too that mm-hmm. I like. I feel like he would be really fun mm-hmm. between the sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So thirst, thirst trap part two <laughs> do we have any, any any more thank you tiktok hey, yeah. for <laughs> keep sending them our way please exactly. look, if you have a favorite tiktoker who you have been thirsting over mm. we want to hear about it yeah we want to hear about it and you know it doesn't always have to be men either like hello yes. teffy i think she's hilarious oh, there's yeah. so many like we love amazing drew creators. too drew, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, drew. drew's boyfriend Oh, we wow. Drew and her boyfriend are wouldn't kick either one of them. Hotness, <laughs> hotness, hotness. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, wow. well, you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories. Sounds yes. good. And we're back. All right, Cass, kick us off with some stories. Okie doke. Mine came from a listener. And she is a longtime caller, longtime listener. <laughs> I'm not gonna say her name. She did not specify that I could, so I'm just gonna leave her name out of it. She says, hey, ladies, me again. I seem to send in so many different dates, and I think a part of it is my laissez-faire approach to dating. I do not recommend taking this approach because it comes (laughs) back with these crazy stories. At least the podcast benefits. (laughs) Thank Thank you so much. Yeah, we we do appreciate it. Uh, She said, I recently recalled this memory during therapy, and it's so bonkers to me. I figured I would share it with y'all. I had been dating this guy for a bit, We'd gone on a few trips together and everything seemed fine. No big red flags that I saw. When he brought up going on a vacation to Mexico with his best friend and his wife, I agreed. I'd hung out with the two before and it seemed like it would be a fun time. Overall, the trip went all right. The couple were a bit obnoxious and selfish, but between my date and I, things seemed all right. That was until the last day. We'd been staying at a large, sprawling resort the type of resort that offers a golf cart ride to the airport shuttle location because it's so far from the rest of the resort. Can I just say, and we've talked about this before, going on vacation with another couple or with other people, like even with your friends, it's it's so fun, but it has to be like the right people. Yeah. Because you are in like a concentrated situation where like you are kind of forced to hang out. Like, so it's like... I you do have to have the right people. I would I think be, it's be, be nervous to go with people I didn't know well. I think it's got to be people that are okay doing stuff alone or together, like easy going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've traveled with you guys. Oh you yeah, we've traveled Tony, a lot. And that was fun. We yeah. had a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we're like good friends. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's we, true. We vibe like that. Yeah, we already vi- know that we vibe as couples, yeah. so it's not like a surprise. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's I, true. This sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah. You, would, you would hate this. Yeah. You're going to hate it even more in a second. Okay. The golf cart ride is supposed to be uh, supposed to roll through every 15 minutes. However, the golf cart ended up being 20 minutes late to pick us up. We had been informed that if we were late to the airport shuttle, it would leave without us. So while everyone was loading up the luggage, I went to the driver and asked him if he could make a walkie ahead 
like a walkie-talkie call ahead uh, to make sure that the shuttle waited for us. My date and his friends started yelling at me from where they were loading the luggage to calm down and shut up. <gasps> Whoa. I was shocked. I'm sorry. Do you want to be left here? Like, what? <laughs> I literally was just asking the guy a question, one that seemed pretty reasonable to me. And their actions of yelling at me from a distance felt really humiliating. I can fucking imagine. I would be so, I would be crawling out of my skin. Yeah. Uh, of well, course, no. Like, uh, who is the last I'm, person that yelled at me like that? Like, are you my my dad? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to be honest with you. I can't see a situation which I would not be yelling back. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, see you a situation in which you would not be yelling back. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, excuse, excuse you. Oh, yeah. Especially, I, and I have to say, like, at the end of a vacation, even a good oh. vacation, I'm exhausted. Ready to go home. Like, my, my nerves are always frazzled yep. at the end of a vacation, even if it was a good one. Because it's so the anxiety like, of the traveling home, making sure you yes. get there. You got, you got what you have to do to prepare for the week for work. Yeah. You got so pets to pick up. I might whatever. be yelling back too, because oh, yeah. at this point, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. You would definitely have a look. I, I can already see the your face. Look, yeah. Your face. I see your head <laughs> leaning out of the van door like, excuse me? Oh, no. And I, I think we would all like say something, but it's just funny to me. I can picture the different ways it goes down dependent <laughs> on which one of us okay. it is. Sure. Christina, yeah. And Christina is bite her lip. Hold that energy in for later. <laughs> for later. Oh, man. You are fucking dead meat. Yeah, I feel I, like I feel like you and our writer are the way that your energy would be about this. You 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 would swallow it for now. The driver was very kind and assured me that he'd walk you ahead and we were good to go. I got into the golf like why was that a big deal? I cannot imagine why that was a big deal. Oh, got into the golf cart and told the two men that what had just happened was unacceptable. I was furious. See that that's a Christina guys that was really unacceptable i'm really mad me i'm like motherfucker oh, God damn it. oh yeah and i'll just get yeah. quiet and it will come out later oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i i am i'm definitely like spelling it out like yeah. i i that was really unacceptable you guys exactly yeah i don't appreciate that i was unacceptable they both kind of sat back and ignored me for the trip to the shuttle oh god i but after we loaded up for the ride to the airport my date started teasing me telling me that i was overreacting do you know how quickly okay listen all bets are motherfucking (laughs) all bets are off if you don't think that i am going up to that front desk at american airlines or whatever the fuck we flew here and asking if i can get my seat changed Mm. i Oh my god! Changing my seat, my AirPods are in. Who are you? I don't know. Yeah, Stranger. Don't know That's exactly how I We're would done. respond to it. Yeah. We're done. Snip, snip, bitch. We're done. Snip, okay, bitch. <laughs> We're done. I turned to him and told him that he could not gaslight me into believing that I had been quote acting crazy as Snaps, he put girl. it. Good. And that him yelling at me in such a way was unacceptable. He went dead silent and turned away from me, shutting shutting down completely. Okay, okay you bye. fucking child. Ugh, I was so <laughs> frustrated over. Every everything i ignored his reaction we got to the airport and as we were unloading everything from the shuttle he was being unnecessarily aggressive with the luggage slamming it down acting huffy wow i oh, continued I to, oh god oh, you're throwing a fucking fit. temper tantrum fucking toddler also yeah. nothing is less attractive no. nothing nothing like it's, oh, oh my done. god yeah Ugh. I ignore it. We walk to the airline check-in desk. This is where the bunkers part occurs. What? (laughs) Yeah, you're like, what? That wasn't it. 
We are in a very busy airport of Cancun. It's smallish, but there are a lot of people moving around, trying to get ready for their own flights, minding their own damn business. The place was loud and bustling. And as we were checking in, my date is still acting huffy, throwing luggage onto the scale, throwing his passport down at the agent. I ended up turning at him and telling him to stop acting childish. He turned to me and Uh -uh. screamed, (gasps) all caps, how can I be calm when you accused me of raping you? (gasps) What? (laughs) Does he know what gaslighting means? Does he not know what it means? Like, really? I feel like maybe he has a misunderstanding (laughs) of what gaslighting is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the airport went silent. Oh, God. And stared at us like you could hear a pen drop. I was shocked, silent myself. And I stared at him and his friend tugged on his arm and asked him to quietly when that happened. I told the friend it never did. My date screamed at me again. You accuse me of gaslighting you. It's the same thing. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, it's not. It's, it's not, not the same thing, not my even dude. A fucking a little bit. Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. Embarrassing. I didn't know what to say. The poor airline tr- clerk just slid our passports across the countertop, <laughs> staring. <laughs> Deborah's like, I, 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 when's my break? I don't, I don't I, have to deal with I this. I cannot stand public arguments, and I cannot stand being the center of attention like that. It, this is me. Yeah. I unzip my fucking skin. I yeah. am out of here. Yeah. I, I told him that we were going to get through security and then we could talk. I was so furious. I was seeing red and I was shaking so hard. My teeth were rattling. Oh, that's where me. The, I that's get like adrenaline. that. My body yeah. gets like hyped like that. Yeah. We get through security and I gave that man the dressing down of his life. Oh, I felt yes. like a mother scolding her unruly child. It was so embarrassing. I even made him apologize to his friend and his friend's wife for his actions after oh, and I, I was love for- this that school teacher oh, energy that yeah. I appreciate like that is just like and now you're gonna say sorry to them you <laughs> yeah. embarrassed me and you embarrassed them so you and you apologize yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do apologize to everyone on this trip <laughs> after I was finished giving a piece of my mind and a language lesson English is his first language he should know that gaslighting and rape are not the same mm. I wish I could say that I made good choices after that and left him there oh. but I allowed him to talk me into st- Sticking around in a relationship with him longer than it should have gone. He said he was very sorry and I was young and dumb and I thought I was in love. I'm older and wiser now. Thanks for being a bright spot in the middle of my week. I love listening to y'all. It feels like I'm listening to friends talking and it's so fun. Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, and also I have to say we've all been there. We've had that conversation about like being young and staying in situations that you shouldn't. If she's young Honestly, her even dressing him down, I'm very yes. impressed by. Yeah, because like I probably wouldn't, like, you know, like yeah. if, if I was at the age where I would have like stayed, I was also at the age where I would have like just placated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like for yeah, me, just to get you to shut up. My anxious attachment issues or what have you had me in situations where somebody would, mm. uh, you know, throw temper tantrums on the regular mm-hmm. if things didn't go his You're way. To and so my job was to make sure that the fucking path forward was smooth. Yeah. For yeah. Him, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. And that's a shitty to make way it, to live. To yeah. make it less embarrassing. Yeah. Gosh, also, it's so yeah. funny. I did that too. Sorry for a therapy moment that I'm about to have with you, but mm-hmm. that just made me think about like, 
like growing up and some of the things that a lot of I saw other people do, like my mom did for my dad's temper tantrums. Yep. You know, and I remember I remember he literally broke our phone one time and I was just like, I'm not the goddamn one. I was like, people called, people were like, I couldn't get a hold of you. I'm like, my dad broke the phone because he got mad. I'm not going to be the one who's like, I, it's so funny that I learned like that like weird lesson in elementary school. We're See, talking, I, I was young. I wish that I had learned I'm not the one young. I mimicked what sure. I saw. Sure. I, I definitely did. My first marriage is just a copy of my parents' marriage, wow. you know, yeah. which is sad, you know, that I didn't learn but from it. But, but it's funny how we know. take like those things that we see and we either do that, right? Christina, we take the thing where we saw and we're like, oh, that's how you should behave in those situations. Or you're like, it's just a comfort zone. It's yeah. just, it's what you're raised is what you're used to. So sure. it feels normal yeah. until yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. Until yeah. you're like, wow. Well, until you have a different perspective. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's really what it takes. It takes, you know, developing a different perspective. Hmm. Ooh, we sorry for therapy. No, moments. no, I like therapy corner. Me too. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So. How much do I owe you, by the way, Christina? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was friends with a few people at work, and one male colleague, henceforth referred to as TCO for the clueless one. Amazing. (laughs) Had hinted in the past that he was interested in me. I'm not a fan of dating people I work with, and I'd also just come out of a relationship as well and wasn't looking to settle down, so I let him down as gently as I could. In hindsight, this may have been my first mistake. What were we just saying? It just like trying to gently, gently, gently be polite gently. instead right? of just being like mm-hmm. honest. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bunch of colleagues slash friends at work decided that dinner and a movie would be a good idea. So we made plans to meet. They'd booked the restaurant. I just needed to show up and then we'd decide on the movie when we got there. The evening rolls around and I get dropped off at the restaurant and make my way up to the dining area. I'm looking around for our table and for the group but I can only see TCO. He's sitting at a table for two. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was confused, but made my way over. He stood up and pulled my chair out for me. What a gentleman. (sighs) Settling me at the table. When I asked where everyone is, where everyone else is, he explained that the first colleague was sick and the second colleague couldn't get a babysitter, etc. Those colleagues were never coming. I get that one or two may drop out, but was very surprised that everyone had. I also got a bit of a sinking feeling. I was at awkward level DEFCON 4. Yeah. Oh, no. I offered to explain to the restaurant what had happened and request a very late cancellation or a reschedule. And he tells me that he's already placed an order for food for both of us. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. No. He states that he's eaten here before and that he'd watched my food choices oh, at work. Oh, no, no, no. And no, no, he no, 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 knew no, no, what no, I liked. No, 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 He also heard me discuss my wine preferences with a friend, which is why there was an open bottle of my preferred wine on the table. Oh, no. Literal goosebumps. Fucking weird. No. My fucking arms. So weird. Danger, danger, yeah. danger. Mm-hmm. There's an open container. There's somebody that's been like listening to you and doing all yeah. that stuff. He's obviously engineered this the you know trick, trick date this is dangerous yeah. this is like that tainted love i did yeah that that guy that at she work. worked with yes yeah. oh my god mm-hmm. oh it gets so much worse okay awkward level just shifted to defcon three i don't know what i was thinking in fact i metaphorically kicked my own ass after this debacle was over but i didn't want him to be out of funds 
considering he'd already ordered and I thought it might be mean to abandon him alone in a restaurant. Again, that like, I got to be nice. I got to be nice. I, I am still guilty of this to this day. That's people pleaser energy. God, yeah. How much do you like your job? I'd be like, well, I'm quitting this job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, bye. Yeah. yeah. And um, the city. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. So like an idiot, I stayed. He poured me a glass of wine and I tried to make easy conversation, although I slipped in a couple of references about how we'd had a talk where I wasn't interested in him, etc. I was wary, so I watched my wine intake. He didn't. He was very free with the wine and became exceptionally talkative. Because I was referring to my previous relationship and how I wasn't ready to date again, hint, hint, he brought up his previous relationship too. He brought up how she was wrong to have dumped him. He brought up everything that was wrong with her. He brought up her new partner and how he was having him followed. Oh my God. He then brought up how he spent most nights parked out front of his ex's place since she wouldn't take his calls anymore and how (gasps) he found it funny to follow them in his car while flashing his light. (gasps) What? No. No. Danger, mm-hmm. dude. My, oh I have my to go gosh. to the bathroom with my coat. And <laughs> Do my you have to purse. show you the picture that she put? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like that cat that's like, what? <laughs> huh? Oh no. Um, the awkwardness accelerated past DEFCON 2 and straight to DEFCON 1. Yeah. What in the actual fuck? I gently explained to him that I didn't think that this was reasonable behavior. Perhaps he needed to look at getting some help. He rejected my suggestion. You think? At that point, if our table had come equipped with a panic button, I would have been pushing it aggressively. Uh, 911. <laughs> right? Exactly. Under the table. I think, yeah. you know, my iPhone has like emergency call. Yeah. Oh my God, right? It's like that thing where you're trying to make eye contact with your server. Like you're trying to like telepathically communicate. Help. Like, Get me out of your Help. Help. <laughs> he also quite happily admitted after that humdinger confession, that he'd convinced all of the group to bow out, thus setting me up on an ambush date yep. so that he could have a clear run at me. Yeah, His don't words. fucking that, say. A clear you run at me. Psych- you work, dude. Honestly, so one of your work colleagues need to, to ha- be on the phone with None HR of- yesterday well, about this shit. These are not your friends. Like your work colleagues were just like, yeah, sure, fine with this. Ugh. Like if somebody asked me to do that, I would mm. be like, no, does she want to go on a date with you? Because no, yeah. like I'm not gonna. I would probably have gone to the girl and been like, hey, so this, this is, is weird. weird. Like, yeah, is that, are you okay with that? Yeah, like, that seems how are you weird. feel about that? Absolutely, right? Yeah. That was quite enough for me. I faked going to the bathroom and requested that the waiter call me a taxi. Even though this had been a disaster, I also paid for half the bill. There you go. I went back to the table and told TCO that I wasn't feeling well and would need to go home. The cherry on the cake, he was disappointed and then produced two tickets to Titanic. (laughs) Wasn't that prophetic? (laughs) 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 He then told me to cancel the taxi. He would drop me off. No, no, I'm good. He was completely wrecked on alcohol and I quickly declined. I also really didn't want to let him know where I lived. The waiter came to fetch me. He probably already knows, but still. Right. The waiter came to fetch me and I fled, leaving a drunk, depressed guy at the table. The next workday, he hit me up for paying half the bill. I explained to him that as it wasn't a date, I didn't feel it appropriate to leave without paying. And even when I did go on dates that I preferred to go Dutch, he insisted that it was a date because there was only the two of us. Nope. 
Because you... It's not a date if I say what? it's not. That's well. exactly fucking right. That's exactly fucking right. I rejected his assertion and explained that I just wasn't interested. Oof. Flowers started arriving at work and he left rambling letters on my keyboard about how we would make the perfect couple. That's how my fucking tainted love started. That's nope, exactly fucking not, right. Yep. In the end, I was forced to make a complaint to get his attention to stop. I also had some choice words for those who had set me up although I never told anyone about his stalking. Thankfully, I was offered a better role just a few weeks later and gratefully left the company and him behind. Yep. Funny. Mm. P.S. No, there was no second date. <laughs> and then she edited it. P.P.S. No, there was no first date. <laughs> exactly right. There was no date there here. There was no date. This, this yeah. wasn't a date. This is actually not my worst date. It's, uh, it's my the weirdest time I was encounter. Tricked. Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oof. That's terrifying. Cause, it's yeah, truly scary. Honestly, if she, you never know when someone's just not going to heed those warnings and take it obviously to a point where it's too far. I mean, he's yeah. already doing that kind of behavior with his ex. Oh so. my God. That is scary. See, that, that is something I would, I would probably go to find, figure out who the ex is. Cause I'm like, that is dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous. For him to be following them and like flashing lights. I mean, and sitting outside her house all night. Mm. Like that's a level of just like, I, I don't need sleep. I can sleep in my car outside your house. No, that's no. terrifying. Yeah. Well, this is uh, very silly. So I hope you guys find it funny. But I, I thought it was hilarious. Um, he says it was the first date I had through Tinder. I was 17 years old and was pretty nervous since I had been talking to this girl for like two weeks, which is a long time if you're 17. <laughs> and on Tinder, I feel yeah. like that's kind of a long time. Also, Tinder 17 at 17. Wait, yeah. I'm I like, know. I know. Wait, I know. I know. <laughs> it's too young to be on Tinder. Don't be on that app. <laughs> I don't stop it. Are you allowed to be on that app at 17? I don't think so. I don't think so he's lying. Yeah. Saying he's 18 probably. When we met, she turned out to be, you know, not quite looking like her pictures, but I'm not allowed to care solely about looks. Oh, it's in the UK. I wonder if it's different there. Maybe. Age. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Having this feeling in the back of my head in combination with my nervousness made me feel very awkward. It was a hot summer day, so we decided to have a drink on the terrace in the city square. In cities in the Netherlands, there are oh, clusters of chairs and tables and restaurants and bars set in front of your establishments if the weather allows it. Mm -hmm. So here I bought a cola <laughs> while she bought one of those huge ass half a liter iced coffee macchiato things, whatever they're called. <laughs> she, seems very, <laughs> she seemed pretty nice and kept the conversation going very well. After 15 minutes or so, the feeling that it was a one-sided conversation grew on me as I was not saying much due to my awkwardness. So I frantically searched for something to say. Oh, no. I've oh, definitely no. been oh, there no. before where you have like a weird realization, like, like out-of-body experience where you're like, I haven't talked enough <laughs> in this conversation. Yes, so now yes. I have to try and like think of something to say. And then it's so much worse. <laughs> yes. It's an inorganic. Oh, oh. At this point, I noticed she had a very expensive looking ring with a diamond. So I asked her about it. I was correct about the conversation seeming one-sided because she seemed to light up with enthusiasm with me introducing my own topic of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Happily, she started to explain how much the ring meant to her since she inherited it from her passed away grandma. Oh. 
While she did so, she took the ring off oh, no. and oh, no. handed it to me oh, no. so I could have a closer no. look. Of course. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Instead of just taking the ring from her, I sort of fumbled with it oh, as I tried to take no. hold of it, no. and it fell no. out of our hands. No. In horror, I could see it skipping no. along no. the city's square <laughs> cobbles under our table, no. No. headed for a slight crevice in between two cobbles. Oh no! This is my nightmare. I'm like sweating. Oh. Like, what a nightmare! I immediately dove after it under the table, knocking my chair over. Oh, a no. huge wave of relief came over me as I caught it just in time. I have it! I yelled. One then I got hit by a bus. I tried to sit upright to show her, but as I did so, I I bumped my head on the bottom of the table, <laughs> knocking over her huge coffee, spilling it completely over my head. It drenched oh my, my hair, God. face, beard, and shirt completely. Oh, my God. She was very nice about it and said, oh, God, I'll get you some napkins, and quickly just ran inside the bar. It was very busy inside, however, oh, no. and this left me sitting outside for what felt like 20 <gasps> minutes. in the rain. with the Sitting alone with my cola next to an empty glass completely drenched in what was once the content of coffee and holding a ring. All the men who walked past me laughed at me while most women looked at me angrily. <gasps> angrily? Uh, oh, Jesus. They oh, probably sure, thought sure. Oh, that no. yes. he did something and she dumped the coffee oh, on him. No. To top it all off, a waitress even came up to me to say, what did you do to her? <laughs> Long story short, while it's funny in hindsight, 17-year-old me was horrified, oh. and I quickly got out of there to take a shower when she returned. Oh, my oh, gosh. Honey. I, truly, though, like that fear of breaking or losing <sighs> something that is like important oh. yeah. to someone else. Yeah. Like the fear. At You're like, our please don't hand it to me. At our friends, Amy and Emerson's wedding, I was holding Emerson's wedding ring oh, like yeah. in line getting ready to go in and I dropped it and <gasps> it did the same thing. It no. like bounced and we no. were like getting ready to walk in like they were about to open the doors for us to walk in. And I the way I'm in a, a gown and I'm yeah, like, just like <gasps> just fully like face planting onto the ground to save this ring because no. roll, they roll they bounce. Oh my God. I was so uh, yeah that's oh. that's too too much. It's I, too have much. The, I have a best ring story though ever. Which is Chris was best man at one of our friends' oh, weddings. Yes, yes, I know this story. And I was there. You were there, yeah. So my friend, our, our friend, got married, and he's the best man. And he had the ring in his pocket. He took it from him like right before it was in his pocket, and he went to reach for the ring when it was time, and it wasn't there. No. Oh, the fear. The fear? They couldn't find it anywhere. Stop. So they had to take one from like the pillow, like one of those fake rings from the pillow, oh. just to, as like just a stand, like put something on. the ceremony. And I know, Chris, he must have oh. been losing his mind. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? He was like this. I mean, first of all, Chris is definitely, he's Capricorn. He's got mm -hmm. full Capricorn energy. <laughs> yes. So he is organized. I put it in my I pocket. exactly where I it was. I know it was there. I know it was there. It was there. It was inside. In of the lining, there was a hole. Yes, there was a <gasps> tiny hole. Tiny hole. He's like, I honestly don't even know. But it was in the lining of his jacket. Oh, my God. The whole time. And that terrifying. terrifying I don't terror. need to tell you that they did get divorced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not nice. But, yes. But it's well, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, hmm? sometimes the sometimes, sign is a sign. Sometimes the gods know what they're talking about. Yep. 
Okay. Okay. You guys want to take five then? And we'll come back with the tainted love. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. I want to preface this by saying that I don't, I think we all, I think that there has been a turn when talking about true crime. Yeah. And that people are like, you know what? These are like real people behind these stories. These are sad. You know, like there's, there, you know, it's not funny to, to true crime's not necessarily. You don't want to make too light of it because it's like, yeah, there are real people. There are real people affected. these stories. Yeah. And I'm prefacing this story by telling you that because it's, it's not that I think the story is funny because someone definitely did die. But when I tell you some of the hijinks and the tomfoolery are I think just... that you can laugh at the stupidity of that's people it. that that's are criminals. Where, that's where it is. That's without... what I wanted to be clear. That yes. That's what I'm laughing at. Okay. Yes. Okay. We understand. We understand. Here. I... We, we're, four, we're, we're four years in. We understand. I... <laughs> rarely do something i just heard but i just heard this on 48 hours i know and you were like do, do not, not listen. listen to 48 hours and I, yeah i have not and i did not and i so i apologize if anyone was but when i tell you that chris and i were listening to this and had to pause it multiple times to laugh out loud and say did that did they just say xyz you know, it reminds me of whenever I did that one from the Dateline about the church. And like, you remember where it was just like this guy in the church and it was like absolutely oh. horrible. But like the things that they were talking yes, about, right. where it was just like weird, where they were like, like, what? We can bring your wife back to life. To Would you li- like us to give it a shot? Like things like that, where I'm just like, yeah. look, man, like I know that this story and is he was so like, tragic, no, thanks. but sometimes there are some like absolutely off the wall like bonkers shit that happens where you're like what yeah (laughs) Yeah. i may be overselling this but i will tell you that when chris and i definitely found some of the the things amusing it all started well the story that i'm going to tell starts in dillsboro indiana (laughs) already funny dillsboro (laughs) um (laughs) on (laughs) sorry sorry (laughs) on may on may 28th 2014 uh, the sheriff's department gets a call from Betty Green. Betty Green is the mother of a Ray Green. And she calls the sheriff and she's like, hey, you guys, I weird thing. I just got a call from my daughter-in-law telling me that my son was killed by their German shepherd, Jazzy, out on their property. And what? And she's like, and it's like this beautiful little older lady like who's like, it's like, I don't know why she would call me and tell me that. Like, you know, they live on this property. And yeah, why are I don't you know calling why... the police? Yeah. Or like, why aren't you why... being informed by like, I don't know. It, yeah, it... to call your mother-in-law and be like, BT hey, dubs. Hey. The dog ate your son. Yeah, that's not, that's The bizarre. dog jumped up, bit his throat. He's dead. I mean, it, okay. And she was just like, but it was so off-putting, I think, the way that in which she was told that she was like, could you maybe just pop over and do a little welfare check for me? So they do. The officers are like, that is weird. Yeah. You're correct. (laughs) Strange. Yes, Betty, you do have a point. You make a very valid point. We are going to go out to the property and and just take a little look-see. So they get to the property and that's where they find Danielle or Danny Green. She's there at they have this huge property and they have a trailer on the property and they find her at the trailer 
and she's there and he's like they're like do you mind us taking a little look see around we're looking for your husband ray she's like oh he's not here he's on the road he drives semi and the the sheriff is like that that semi right there the semi that's on your property that's parked right there she's like yeah well you know what you can you can look around all the actually yeah sure take a little look you know what you, you know, can look anywhere you want, but don't look in that box. I love what? when people like it, it's I always wonder what's going on in the minds of people like this. Like what? First of all, you're just like, I don't know. His semi's not here. And they're like, you're, it's, right, it's there. right there. Like, I, like I did she it. just think like, I don't know, maybe if I say it, they'll just take my word for it. And also like sounds af- good after she like said that thing. Why weren't they like them? Why would you call his mom and say he got eaten by the dog? Oh, right. It's just so weird. Why did you tell her mom has yeah his not mom that she's just there's just like not a thinking lot. happening here. There like, is literally no thinking happening. No thinking of any kind before uh, <laughs> or after. No, none. No, there is not a thought behind those eyes. Mm. Just like my cute dog. Oh, very cute, but no, no thoughts. No <laughs> thoughts. Just sounds and colors. Just yeah, cute, cute, cute. And she is cute. She's very pretty. She's. She's, you know, long haired, wears it in braids, just really, really cute, younger woman. And her and Ray had been married for quite a few years. Um, But she did. She was like, you can search anywhere. Just you can't search that box because, well, that's Ray's box and it's it's locked because and I can't give permission for you to look into that box, ma'am. Ma'am, maybe stop talking about the box so much. Yeah, I've never look in the history of ever. Has anyone ever told you not to open that box that didn't immediately make you want to open the fuck out of that box? Like the second somebody says, hey, you can't look in this locked box. I'm like, I am picking that lock. And one side (laughs) of it's like securely locked and the other side's a little like kind of pushed open. And there's a lot of flies around this box. Oh, no. It's it's not it's not looking good. No. So let me tell you a little bit. About Ray Green and Danny Green. First of all, the daughter gets called Tracy, which is Ray's daughter. Ray's daughter gets called and she's like, they're like, hey, your stepmom called and was like, your dad got killed by a dog. And her first inkling was the same inkling that I want you to have if somebody says a dog attacked me. Mm -hmm. And that is, that didn't happen because that man and animals are, that didn't happen. That's just, that's not possible because there's no way a dog would have attacked him ever. No dog. No dog. Not even, especially not their fucking family dog. Right. Suddenly decided to fucking attack him. Jazzy. Jazzy. Why are you trying to put the blame on Jazzy? Jazzy. Jazzy's cute... just sitting over there in the corner like, what did I'm I sorry, do? I'm sorry, ma'am, what? No, Jazzy wasn't He's got found... one of those bubbles that are like, mom, bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> buttons. Those buttons. Check box. I love, Check box. I love it whenever they have the one that's just like, bitch. Like, have you seen that? Yes. Where it's like, the, it's like, outside, outside. And like, we can't go outside. It's like, Bitch. <laughs> Jazzy wasn't found on the property either, unfortunately. Oh, no. But but Tracy was like, hi, my dad gets along with all animals. He grew up on a ranch in San Antonio. He's a horse breeder and trainer. This man is literally the animal whisperer. Like, this is not. fairness, it doesn't mean you can't get attacked by an animal. Just because you're good with him. I want 
It's I mean, it. look, like I, I assure you, says, I will investigate it to the full extent. I want, I yes, want Cassie. An I promise you, absolute thorough investigation. I, if Chris calls you and says I was attacked by a dog, if Chris and calls died, me and says that for any reason, nine one one. Yeah, it's weird. Because I'm like, and why are in, you calling me, Chris? <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> Fucking weird. Like. <laughs> I should have heard this on the down low from Christina by accident. <laughs> like, it's not public yet. Christina actually called me. <laughs> hey, Keegan, I just wanted to let you know Cassie is, died because a dog attacked her. And you'll be like, Christina calls me and she's like, um, this is weird, weird. call from Chris. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard that too. And you're going to tell the police, no, that's not possible. Cassie gets along with all animals. That is yeah. not a thing. It is true. You do get along with animals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even animals that like people are like, nobody can talk to the animal. I'm like, oh, this little baby right here. Baby. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Anyway, Tracy is the daughter of Ray, as I said, and his first wife, Maggie. Maggie and Ray knew each other almost their entire lives. Like literally they met when they were like six and 10 or something like that. It, they were like grew up high school sweethearts, got married. Absolutely. Just literally like their whole lives were together. They were a beautiful couple. Tracy just speaks so highly of them as like role models, as parents. They were just amazing, beautiful couple, just fully in love with each other. And um, tragically, though, Maggie died in a horrible accident. She actually died in a bridge collapse coming home from a barrel race. A barge had hit this like overpass bridge that she was driving on and just a freak fucking accident. That's terrible. Awful. And, you know, of course, Ray is absolutely devastated. I mean, you know, this is the love of his life. And, you know, everybody is just, I mean, just what a freak accident. It's just such a, like, unexpected way. Completely to go. unexpected. Yeah, that's terrible. Out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking of out of nowhere, Danny, who is somebody who's known Ray for a while, she's familiar with Ray already. She had actually hired him to do some horse training for her. They are, there is a 22 year age gap between the two of them. I was going to say, it had to be pretty wide because you said she was pretty young and he's got a daughter that's older, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think that the daughter might be older than her or close in the same mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is a 22 year age gap. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, you know, a pretty, pretty large gap mm-hmm. between the two of them. But, you know, she's there all the time. They just start hitting it off. They both have so much in common. They're both big into the horse. You know, they love horse breeding. They love, um, you know, everything to do with horses. I mean, like his ex-wife was a barrel racer, but, um, and they eventually, you know, like that relationship starts to blossom into, you know, a real, you know, r- romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tracy's not too keen on it, but at the same time, she wants to see her father happy. And, and right. you know, she's like, I'm not going to stand in the way if, if this is, you know, obviously devastating, but, you know, I don't want to lose another parent because of, you know that either right danny's dream is to go to the olympics for dressage um which is like a like basically fancy it's footwork fancy. Do- or like yes. horse thing <laughs> you see my yes hand. i yes. know exactly what you're at the, the hand gestures yes. are really doing it for me yeah. um it's a cloppy cloppy situation yeah. uh I'm sure that our listeners know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, a, like horse dancing, basically Pretty horse much. dancing. Yeah, she yeah. wanted to go to she wanted to go to the Olympics for horse dancing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um. So they decide to move to Palm Beach, which is which is like the heart of this like Olympic breeding dressage I community. Had no idea that Palm Beach was Who knew? so well known for that. Who knew? Okay. But 
that is like kind of the place to be, I guess, if okay. you're going to get into Look, Olympic level dressage. There's no judgment, but I do think human beings are so weird that we were just <laughs> like, you know what would be fun? Mm. Let's teach this horse how to dance and then let's make it into a competition that we can take <laughs> to the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a what? Humans are weird. Dude. Yeah, yeah, we're so weird. And it, I, I got, I think that that like goes back pretty far. Like I don't. I'm I, sure it does. It sounds like an old timey. Yeah, activity. sounds like some kind of Renaissance bullshit. It They're like, like look, a everything's person, beautiful now. Let's make horses dance. It sounds like a rich person with way too much time on their hands came up with that. A hundred percent. And it's an expensive proposition for sure. Yeah. And so I mean, it doesn't hurt that they got that Ray got this huge settlement from you know, his first wife dying in such a horrible accident. He got an undisclosed amount of money, but it was definitely in the millions because they mentioned it again later in the story. And so they use that money for them to move to Palm Beach and for her to start to live out her dream as a horse dancing Olympist. Awesome. Yeah. So we all have to have dreams and hobbies. Well, they also have other hobbies. One of their other hobbies is... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I don't know if I'm able to keep a straight face. Um, they join uh, in the community. There is a shooter club and the shooter club is like old timey dress up like old timey cowboys and cow they're LARPing. Girls. They're they, LARPing as they're, cowboys and gunplay. And the gunplay is like shooting at like it's like they, you know, pistol like Annie, yes. Annie Oakley shit. Oh, so much so that they actually have nicknames for each of them. They don't go by their real name. Ray goes by Doc R. Green, and Danny goes by Danny Oakley. Oh, oh wow. As you do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. I look again, no judgment. Like everybody it has to have fun. their everybody has to have their thing, you know? Yeah. And like if if y'all wanna LARP as um cowboys, cowboys pew, pew. it's exactly yeah. what it is, by the way. Chris and I were listening to it, like I said, in as an audio on the in a in the car, and it was he was like, I literally don't know what's happening. All I hear is beep, boop, beep, 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 mm-hmm. I'm just seeing tombstone in my head yes. this whole time. And it's just yeah. ping, 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 ping. Like on yeah. Amazing. So funny, right? So they start this new hobby. They meet a lot of friends through this. Um, and everything's going really like all aces for them, except for 2008 happens. And we all know what happens Oof, in 2008. Yeah. Everybody loses their ass. And especially Florida. Florida lost it especially bad. That's when I moved to Florida. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lost everything in 2008. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was awful. It was awful for everybody. And, you know, of course, they have this beautiful, basically like two... Like they have like this ranch, they have this beautiful land that literally is almost worthless to them, is definitely worth like a literally a quarter of what they ever spent on it. Right. So they they lose like everything. And they, you know, the horse market, obviously, who's buying horses, who's training and raising horses yeah, when you're are losing in your their homes. cars. Yeah. Yeah. And they're yeah. just like, nobody has time for no. horse dancing in 2008. <laughs> nobody no. had time for no. horse dancing in 2008. So true. So Ray, he's he was in Vietnam. I mean, the guy is like, he should have been retired by now, but he is like lost everything. So now he's got to find a job. So he starts to do landscaping. They get a contract to do landscaping in the community in which they live. So that's how they're making basically just ends meet. At the same time, Danny's parents, both of them horrifically what get cancer. 
So she has to fucking move to Indiana to take care of both of them. There is oh so much God. tragedy it's in awful. this family. Awful. Like, just wow. Just awful, right? So she's like, well, I'm going to move up to Indiana to take care of them. And he's like, well, I will. I'm going to live with the friends of mine. And hold down the and, fort. And, and they don't have a home. So he's having to live, like, basically live off friends. He sends his entire paycheck home to take care, help take care of her so that she can take care of her parents both of your parents getting both cancer at, at the, the same, same time. time imagine like, oh my god that's so sad yeah. yeah it's 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 actually it's completely terrible and you know it's during this time though that you know ray and her um his daughter hadn't actually been connecting um they actually found out that a lot of her phone uh, her phone calls had been blocked they had shared a cell phone at the time. So Danny had blocked her cell phone, um, had taken when when Christmas cards came, things like that. She was taking them. Ray hadn't heard from his daughter in so long. And finally, like when she moved up to Indiana, he was like, hey, Trace, why don't I ever hear from you anymore? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to reach out uh, to you all the time. Oh, so is- they reconnect, which has was really great for their relationship. But, you know, now things are different and, you know, maybe now that he has his own phone and, you know, maybe it wasn't a big deal. It was. It's a huge deal. Uh, it'd be like, a I, huge fucking deal for me. It would be a huge deal. I mean, I don't know that that's we'd be having a very, very serious conversation. Yeah. If you're trying to step in between me and my children or, and yeah. trick me into thinking that they're not contacting yeah. me like that is that's not. A, uh, yeah, that's not OK. Controlling, isolating behavior. I think that'd be very hard yeah. to move on from for me yeah. personally, actually. And yeah. Tracy's like, you know, I have no reason to believe that it's anything other than she just was after his money. And, you know, she saw, you know, an older man that she could use because he got a great big settlement to live out her dream as, you know, great, you know, doing this dressage and going to the Olympics and, you know, raising and training horses. I'm telling you, man, horse people are very intense, intense, you know? Yes, that's, that is true. Yes. Um, but it's 2013, a few years pass. This, they've been living separately for a while. Um, but it's 2013, both of her parents do pass and she's, you know, inherited basically their place in Indiana they have a huge property. I think they said like 300 acres, like a huge amount of property, a beautiful that's a house ton. on it. 300 acres? A lot. That, the yeah. house that's on it, though, is in need of a lot of repairs. A lot had gone downhill when their parents were sick. They just didn't get to keep it up. So, but she's, but Danny's like, this is also another golden opportunity for us to use this farm or to use this land to be able to, you know, race horses and, you know, do this. So he joins her at the time they basically had run out of money. Right. And so Ray decides that he's going to start trucking. He's like, I'm going to get my trucker's license so I can make money on the road. And she's like, great. But it's also just not enough money for us to try to move forward in our dreams. So he's like, you know what? If we divorce, I actually get Social Security for my first wife's death. So they decide to divorce, but they're going to live together on the property because they want to be together. But now he's going to be able to make more money because of the social security that he's going to get. So, um, again, so let's fast forward to now the cops present are on the day. present yeah. day. They're on the property. The cops are told, again, don't look in that smelly box with the flies in it. So immediately they get a oh fucking warrant to open up the box and they do find Ray's body is inside. 
He is riddled with bullets. Oh. She's like, guess what, guys? It was self-defense. Oh, that's terrible. They, I'm, when I'm telling you, the video footage that they have of her walking them through how it happened is so disarming. Like, you're like, she is not, not an emotion on her face. She doesn't seem very bright either. Like, she just doesn't seem, like, she, and for her to think that this would work Absolutely so- emotionless and just riddled with bullets, right? Ten bullets. So she explains to him that she's coming out of the bathroom. He's trying to make moves on her and she's not into it. So he goes for the gun and is like, I'm going to shoot you. This is about as much emotion as she's putting into this. And I, he's like, I'm going to shoot you. So then he, I push him onto the bed and then I grab the gun and then I don't even remember the gun going off. This is, I'm telling you, I'm actually more emotional telling you this story than she is delivering this information. She's telling it like uh, she's telling somebody about a show she watched. That's, I, I mean, she talks about how she shot him. She says she walks out into the other room, goes across the trailer to get more bullets, reloads her gun, comes back and shoots him five more times. And why? the cops are like, exactly. Like, why? Yeah. Why? You were scared for your life. Why did you even come back into the room? Why didn't you just leave? Like, none of it makes sense. None of this adds up. And so they're, so they are going through this whole thing. Um, and so they're like, why exactly? They're like, why did she do this? So they go start going through like emails, messages, and start to dig up a little bit of like what had been going on in the past few years, like where her head was at, like why she would feel like were there was there anything that would lead them to believe that he was abusive, that he was right this guy that she's telling them about. And it seems that Danny may have actually had her eyes on another action shooter from their club. His name was George Mann. He went by pause for impact. Angus McNasty. Oh, what? oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not that. It was not that. It was not that. I thought it was going to be a play on like Wyatt Earp or oh something. Oh my God. Angus McNasty. McNasty. <gasps> <Ew>. <laughs> I hate that. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. Angus McNasty and her have been. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's awful. Started a secret internet relationship in 2012. And this is a real fucking quote from 48 hours. Stop. No, I'm not. <laughs> After they had read an interaction between the two of them, the interviewer said, you know, kind of getting her basing a reaction. And he, Angus McNasty says, quote, well, you have to understand, attractive women, I tend to be a little more flirtatious than I should. Well, it's just not his fault. I mean, you see, he's a married man, but gosh darn it, when he it comes to it, himself, I mean, boys will be boys, obviously. You know, attractive women. McNasty's I, will be McNasty. <laughs> <laughs> McNasty be nasty. Oh, man. He... Anyway, so he's like, he's a married man and he's like, well, he declines that she did this to be with him and said that she dreamed of raising horses in Ocala, Florida. And so, you know, of course, maybe that was all part of this, this thing or whatever. But I'm like, they're not, he's not even married to him anymore. So she's not 
going to get social security from him. Well, I don't understand what she was thinking all did this time. Did she want to be with Angus? Like, why? why? I, well, that's what the police are like. Well, did she do this because she wants to be with you? And he was like, I was having a, like, flirtatious inter- internet like, affair. But did she, affair. But did she right. know that? Because I feel like we've definitely told stories where the one person was like, whoa, no. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. But the other one was like, no, we were going to be together. Like, right? I, and they can't really tell. They can't be sure what if that was her motivation or if it was just, you know, a delusion or what was going on. But th- they think that maybe that could be the reason why. But the other thing that they found damning in her computer was that she literally googled and i quote quote what happens when you shoot a guy in the head with a 38 okay okay um so it was definitely premeditated then yeah definitely premeditated there was a few other ones degree for sure woof it's all woof she also does what um headshot at 38 close range and the phrase if you shoot someone is it lights out or possibly survive? Question mark. Ooh, Honey. Oh, I, well, there's a lot to process in that sentence. A lot. Um, but first of all, have you absorbed no media? Like none? Because obviously you should know yeah. that sometimes people survive gunshots. What a weird thing to Google. Like, yeah. also the phrasing <laughs> right? and formatting of that sentence is so weird. Bonkers. Like there's something going on. I, the problem upstairs. is, is I don't think that there's anything going on upstairs. It makes me question that there's any but activity. Like there's, there doesn't seem to be a motive. But that's far. the thing. Not monetary. There's no, there doesn't seem to be a motive. It doesn't seem They're that They're not married, so she could just leave. Yeah. I mean, they did say, they did interview, to be fair, a woman, um, their male woman, who wanted to rena- remain anonymous, yeah. is she was saying that she... She was like, he definitely beat her. He's like, I saw huh. her many times with a sling, bruised eyes. and But she's the only person who came forward as this male woman that they had when they lived in Florida. Literally all their friends, everyone they ever knew, all their mutuals, anybody that they horse raced, all of their action shooter friends. I'm sorry, action shooter friends. But yeah. But everybody was like, never. Like literally never saw her with a black eye, never saw her bruise. If anything... She may have gotten banged up a couple times on the horse, but it was like very clearly that the, that's what it was. But it wasn't like, and he was, well, I mean, she's I had, not even alleging that, is she? No. Oh, no. She's, that's what she's saying. She's saying that, that that's why she shot him because she, he was abusive. And that he had been abusive throughout the relationship. He had been abusive throughout the relationship, okay. but he was trying to come on to her. That was the thing. That was hmm. the end of the straw. Like the, or the end of the line is that he was trying to have sex with him. But the the evidence the prosecution has is also pretty fucking damning and that is that they the in the trailer they found uh the blanket and the blanket was clearly over top of him when the first bullets were shot because there's holes through the actual oh so they can prove that he was probably sleeping right disproves her story because entirely isn't she saying that he was like coming at her yeah yeah said that he was like coming at her that he was standing up that he fell on the bed he was wrapped in a wrapped in a blankie when he came at her the way that i look when i get up in the morning and make myself a bowl of cereal except that that is exactly how his her attorney is like nope she's innocent stop it he probably had that wrapped around him what I mean, it's just the bonkers, most bonkers thing you've ever seen. Anyway, they go to court 
two is this 2014 at this point they spend two weeks going through deliberation or through the this you know trial trial thank mm-hmm. you and eight hours later after the it's handed to the jury they come up with a guilty verdict she is serving a 60 year sentence um a really odd note i'm gonna give you two little minor bonus things one they never did find jazzy which is so sad oh the second thing is that he died on may 26 which was exactly 12 years from the exact day that his wife passed oh and so like the family is like you know you know is it a sign that they're together now and i'm like it's so sad but yeah that is the absolute horrid horrid death yeah, it just seems, of it, it just doesn't seem, I, I'm struggling to wrap my head around the why of it. Yeah. Nothing seems to make sense in the whole story. And and in, I don't know that there is anything that can make sense because it doesn't, it feels haphazard. I mean, she clearly did it. She clearly shot him 10 times. They, re- well, she admitted to it. She admitted yeah. to that. Yeah. And she admitted to reloading her gun on the other side of a trailer. Like, it just feels so. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm struggling to see what her reasoning for it was yeah you know when she could have just as easily just left they were divorced yeah or kicked him out if they're they're on her parents farm yeah she'd be like bye yeah you know they're divorced there's literally no reason at that point for her to not just be like i need this man off my property yeah you know he doesn't have any ties to it he hasn't you know how sad for his daughter. Oh, yeah. Just like lost both of your parents in the most abrupt and tragic oh, way. Awful. And were robbed of how many years of a relationship with that father That's, because of. Yeah. And your grandkids. And the grandkids. I mean, they, they yeah. lost. Horrible. You know, Horrible. Sad. Wow. Ooh, Ugh, I'm Now I need to like text my mom. <laughs> right. Sure she's right. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, oh, Ugh. well, what are you guys watching this week? Well, um, I've had Showtime since Yellow Jackets. I've been paying for Showtime. It is one of those things where every month I'm like, you need to cancel Showtime. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I'll forget. And then when I'm like, go, I go to cancel it. And it's just like, it had just renewed. So now I'm like, well, now I can't cancel it <laughs> because right. I feel like I've paid for this month and now I need to take advantage of it. Right. So I've, it's you do know that when you cancel it they they honor the i mean i know that now oh but i did it okay and so um i have showtime until the 20th when i've set a reminder to cancel it and so i was like what can i take advantage of on this platform and the second season and i know i talked about the first season way back when of back to life which is this um english show it's a dark comedy like the themes are very very dark but it's so funny and all of the actors are so incredible in it it's so good they're tiny episodes are like 27 minutes each episode mm. and the season's like six episodes long so you can just oh, wow. kind of like breeze right through it yeah. um i really enjoy it so i am almost done with the second season of that and then um other than that i have almost finished under the banner of heaven mm. which is the opposite it's very long every episode yes. is over an hour long and it is heavy heavy yeah there is not a lot of comedic relief in that show no it's (laughs) no redeeming qualities no no it's great oh i love it no i mean like no redeeming nothing light light. no no but it is very very good if you if you want just like a really good beautifully shot true detective vibes Mm. kind of show yeah yeah um 
I uh, just started watching uh, Trixie Motel <gasps> on Discovery Plus. Yes, she's so funny. Her and Ka- have you seen Katya on Zoe or whatever that show yes. is? Yes, she's so funny. Oh, I love it. Katya! Oh my god, I I love them. <laughs> I've been watching them since uh, their yeah. show that they have. <laughs> I think is just fucking so funny. Um, but yeah, it's a show on Discovery Plus. Basically, Trixie Mattel and um, her partner bought a motel in it. Palm Springs. I love it. It love only it. has like seven rooms and like a pool, and they're just redoing, like flipping this. Can it's we like, please go when it's uh, open? Um, it is open. It is booked. Yeah, through for sure. like next year already. June okay, of next year. And um, it's like let's put our names down. Some dollars oh. a night. Damn yeah, it. but it's lux, and they're redoing it, and it's just it's so fun. It's I love like so watching smart. house flipping stuff. Yeah, it's so very smart. calming. To this me, is combining so, so many of oh, your favorite things. Yes. Literally, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's got it's got everything. So I definitely recommend that on Discovery Plus. So amazing. I um have been binging just procedural British stuff. The best. Yeah. The so best. I just finished watching London Kills. Really good. Really good. If you nice. like London procedurals, what network? Um, you know I do. I'm. I do Amazon Prime Acorn. Oh, okay, Acorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, mm. is worth that little extra money I spent. I actually started getting Acorn because my parents wanted a specific show on there. I think it was Murdoch Mysteries or some nonsense mm-hmm. that they loved, and they were like not able to find like the last season. So I started getting it for them, and then I was just like, "Well, yeah, here we are. <laughs> I'm gonna there, watch it all." There you go. Oh, I do want to plug because. I feel like I was posting so much reading stuff and talking so much about reading, um, even on this podcast, that I did start just like a for fun reading Instagram page. Oh, yeah. So if anybody wants to like keep up with what I'm reading, I just read The Vegetarian, which was a very interesting kind of horror Korean translated novel, which was really good, um, but weird. Check the trigger warnings before you read that one. Anyway, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's underscore Keegs Reads underscore. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely yeah. following that. Well, hey, if you guys have something that we should watch or read, or if you want to just reach out and say hello, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworststatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.